Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new Pennywise podcast from Lee Enterprises. I'm your host, Terry Barr. Happy to have you along with us. Today, we're talking about traveling. I think it's something we all are considering. And if you didn't get a chance this summer, you're probably really looking forward to doing some traveling this fall or maybe even over the winter. But if you're looking for a maybe lower cost traveling, especially when it comes to your airfare, that may not be as easy to find. And it's why we're talking to Sam Chemist today. Sam is our guest as a travel rewards expert with NerdWallet. And Sam, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much, Terry. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So the first question really has to be looking at airfare. Wow. The costs are still up there. Why? Yeah, well, you know, it's sort of the old inflation story, and we've heard it a bunch, but airlines got in a particularly bad spot with it where demand went way up the summer, right? Yeah. Everyone wanted to travel all of a sudden. Everyone was able to travel, hopefully. Uh, but airlines had scaled back a lot of their operations. Had a lot of their folks had retired, their pilots and their flight attendants. And so they just didn't have the capacity to meet all that demand. And when that happens and those two to come together, then prices go up, unfortunately. Well, and I think I read somewhere that it's uh, uh, the airfare prices up about 30 percent in the last year. Now, I had a listener mm -hmm. ask me, um, he indicated he, he feels bad for the airlines. You know, they they are trying to do their best. But what do you say when somebody says that to you? Yeah, I would relieve your listener of any guilt that they have or uh, need to feel bad for the airlines. Uh, you know, we the taxpayers gave the airlines about $50 billion over the yes. course of the pandemic to help bail them out. And, you know, we're not seeing a lot of customer customer protections or improved service or anything like that. So, no, I'm not I don't feel too bad for the airlines myself. So let's go uh, deal searching. <laughs> OK, I know you have some tips to uh, try and help get some deals for anybody that is looking at traveling in the near future or beyond. And one of those is to uh, sign up for those alerts. Now, how can that actually help? So I'm going to hit on the same idea here, which is it's all about flexibility. So if you want to find a deal, it's really hard to find a deal to Austin next week, you know, uh, but if you are a little more flexible and say, I just want to go somewhere on vacation, where is there a good deal? That's where these deal alerts come in. So there's really good email newsletters like Scott's Cheap Flights and Google has different uh, price alerts that can let you know where there's a good deal. And if you just sign up for these and then just sort of wait for the deals to come to you rather than going out and trying to find uh, low airfare and hotels and all of that. So sign up for those, but still keep in the back of your mind to be flexible as these offers and deals come into you. Exactly. And uh, obviously, uh, one thing I've always heard, and this may be your second tip, is to try to be flexible about your destination. How can that help lower the price? When everybody is doing the same thing, like uh, especially the spring, everyone was going to Mexico. It had some of the, it was one of the easier places to go. And so prices go way up then, right? But if you're a little more flexible and you pay attention to these deal alerts and you see what's on sale, then A, you get a good deal, right? Like maybe you get to go to Portugal, which you weren't planning to go to, and you get a good flight deal there. Uh, but also there's just like a little bit of more fun to that. You're like kind of letting go of the need to control everything and just sort of <laughs> saying like, oh, I just want to go somewhere cool. I like that. It's almost like mystery traveling. 
Exactly. <laughs> okay. So that adds some fun to it as well. Mm-hmm. I, I've always been curious about this and I, I'm not sure how I feel about it. So I'll be looking forward to your explanation, but the idea of using your miles, or if you have a credit card with points that can actually help you. Yeah. I mean, it can always help, right? Like using points and miles rather than paying cash. Uh, you know, there are deals to be had there all the time. But we actually at NerdWall just did a bunch of data analysis on this and are finding that inflation hasn't hit points and miles quite as hard as it hit cash, airfare, and hotel rooms, which is to say it's a relatively good time to use your points and miles because they're relatively less expensive than using cash. So always a good opportunity to use those, especially if you're cash strapped. But right now is kind of a particularly good time to use those. Oh, that's great to know. And thank you for the new info right here. I want to ask you, throw this in as kind of an extra question. You know, we mentioned credit cards. I don't hear a lot of talk about the airline credit cards anymore. Um, Is it because they have such a huge annual fee? Does that even make it worth it? Yeah, you know, there are lots of different cards with lots of different annual fees. Uh, So some of them are are still definitely worth it. You may just not have heard about it as much in the last few years because Mm -hmm. people weren't thinking about flying as much, but it's definitely something that's that's picking back up. And it's also worth noting that with those credit, with the credit cards that earn rewards directly, yeah, you can usually either use those points to book travel and you're basically using the points as cash, or you can transfer those to an airline and then book through the airline. And it always depends which is the better option, but if you're sort of a nerd and you wanna get into it and get the most value, the most value is almost always through transferring to the airline and then booking that way. Okay, I had not thought of that. So that's a great idea, thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, How about traveling during an off season? What does that mean for most people, an off season? Yeah, so sometimes we call these like the shoulder seasons, and I like that term because <laughs> you can think like the peak is the head, right? Yeah, and yeah. The shoulders is when it's still a nice time to go to that destination, but it's just not packed with tourists, right? So usually in a lot of places, the summer is the peak season, and then the spring and the fall are the shoulder season. And we're clear, obviously past the summer, so that's easy now, but it means that the fall is a really good time to travel if you're looking for deals. But also, you know, there are different little peaks and little shoulders throughout the year, like Thanksgiving is sort of the ultimate peak. It's like the time when people are trying to travel at one particular time. And if you're able to extend your travel out a little bit, so you're not leaving right before Thanksgiving and coming back right after, you can save like quite a bit of money on air for, of course, if you're staying in a hotel, then you're going to have to stay longer in the hotel. So you have to kind of do that math. Okay. That's, that's a good thought. Now, are there some other tips just in general about people trying to keep their travel costs down? Yeah. So we talked a lot about airfare. Mm -hmm. There's other ways to be flexible and find deals. Airbnb just rolled out a feature that I think is kind of fun, which they actually just call I'm flexible. So when you're searching for an Airbnb, you can put in I'm flexible and it lets you be flexible on where you're going and also when you're going. So you could just say, I want to go somewhere in March. Show me good Airbnbs. And it will kind of like get your gears going and thinking about where you want to go and where the deals are. And that sort of thing. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Another thing that I, I've been bringing up a lot is, you know, airfares are inflated pre- over pre-pandemic. I think about 16% in yeah. July, the airfares were up, uh, which is a lot, but yeah, it is rentals, a lot. 
Yeah, car rentals are way more expensive. They're still up about 50% from before the pandemic. So if you're looking to save money on a trip and you're planning a trip, if you can make a plan that doesn't involve renting a car, you can save a ton of money. You know, you can get a $50 flight somewhere, but then if you got to pay $1,000 for the car, that sort of wipes it out. But if you can travel to like a city that has good public transportation, so you don't need to rent a car and that sort of thing, that can make a really big difference. I guess, you know, that what you said earlier was just kind of try to be flexible and uh, let it be sort of fun as you do this planning. Yeah. And of course, you know, not everyone can be. Sometimes you just got to go somewhere for some particular thing and you got to rent a car and there's only so much you can do. Uh, But if that's not the case, then these are sort of the other ideas. Okay. What would you say really is the bottom line to anybody listening to this right now? And they're thinking, oh, I want to get traveling again. I haven't done it, but I'm ready to go. Yeah, I would say bottom line, you know, think outside the box with with how you're planning travel, get out of the mindset of I want to go here at this time and just, you know, have some fun with it. Be flexible, see where the deals are. And don't forget about your credit card points and airline miles. That's excellent. Oh, always fun to chat with you, Sam Chemist. We're talking about travel, of course. And Sam is a travel rewards expert with NerdWallet. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Terry. And thanks to everybody who's listening to our Pennywise podcast. As always, a new episode every Thursday. So we'll see you again next week.